Yes, let's have in mind, okay, today is uh, Daf Ches, we're going to do a review of Daf Zayin and then get to today's Daf. We are learning Lili Nishmas Kreinabas Tvi Ze'ev, Meir Neshama Avin Aliyah, today is her yard site, and we'll also have in mind, of course, Lema Tualu Nidit, Amy Bastvora, Ronya Basara, Hadassah Basranya, for Shalema. Okay. And with that, let's just get right to the review of yesterday's daf. And um, so we are uh, starting uh, beginning of Dav Zion. What happened that's That's exactly what we're going to try and figure out. Okay. What happened yesterday? What did I eat for breakfast? Right. So, so um, what breakfast? Right, exactly. So, basically, um, so the question is, the, so the question is this: We we basically just to give a a, re, a, re, a you know get a setup. We had originally we're looking we're looking for this very elusive reason. Why is it that we need a pasuk? It was very elusive to find out why that we need a whole drasha of aleha in the pasuk of achosisha to tell you that there's no mitzvahs yubum when there's an erva involved. It, why should you need that? It's a asay. Versus against Alosa say sheyesh bokaris. Where do we ever see that Alosa sheyesh bokaris has something, has this has this ability to, that that you can knock it off with an assay? That's the question that's keeping us busy. So we thought that we had a beautiful source. So um, one second, I'm not done yet. Well, let's finish this sentence. Okay, let's just get it clear. So we thought we almost we almost were there at the end of Daf Vavam uh, Beis with a beautiful drasha from uh, the fact that we know that we Pasuk says, which the words is extra there, and it's not telling us about the Yisra Malacha, what it's telling us is, of, of Havara, it's telling us that we do not carry out death penalties on Shabbos. And the question is, what, why would I think that you should? In mitzvah of carrying out a death penalty is an assay. The transgression is a loss So you see that in general, I say can be doch That's basically the idea. On that, the Gemara says you got it all wrong. That's not coming from I say doch The reason why we needed the pasuk there is because there's a kavuchomer. What's the kavuchomer? Kavuchomer is is the like we said, it's a transitive power. You have on the one hand avoda. You have um, what's stronger than avoda? Um, uh, putting Quite. to death. Putting to death is stronger than Avodah. How do I know? Because it says, If somebody's a Kohen, it's Chayv Misa for whatever he did, something wrong. So we carry out the death penalty, even though he's standing there in the temple about to go up on the altar. We say, sorry, sir, you're needed. And they take him to be put him to death. That's the halacha. So what's more mighty than putting to death is more mighty than Avodah. Between Avodah and Shabbos, what's more mighty? Avodah overrides Shabbos. Because you see that Avodah overrides Shabbos. We do Avodah. Even the Avodah is including many, many malachos of Shabbos. 
it overrides. So what if if that on that basis, Ritzicha carrying out the death penalty should override Shabbos as well. Says the Gemara, that's why we thought it should work. So the Gemara wants to know, so why did we vacillate on this? What were we thinking when we said, maybe not? Because we said that there's another halacha, burial of a neis mitzvah. We don't do that on Shabbos, even though that also overrides avodah. There's a special drasha that says that if you have a mitzvah of, let's say, bringing your carbon Pesach, so that's avodah in the Mitzvah Mikdash, and you're running to do it, and then there's a dead body on the side of the road, Obviously, if you take care of that, that will ruin your chances of being able to bring the korban, the do the avoda. So, and what's the halacha? You deal with the meis mitzvah. So, what's stronger? The meis mitzvah is stronger than avoda. Now, what's stronger? Avoda and Shabbos. Avoda overrides Shabbos, and the meis mitzvah does not override Shabbos. If you see a dead body uh, on the side of the road on Shabbos, you cannot bury the dead body on Shabbos. You're not allowed to. So that's the that's the problem with this, with this drasha. So on that the Gemara says, and why did we say maybe and maybe yes? Because we said, well, it doesn't say anywhere, it does not say anywhere that Mace Mitzvah doesn't override Shabbos. We just assume that it doesn't override Shabbos. Maybe it should. Maybe let's use the same logic to tell you that Mace Mitzvah also overrides Shabbos. So that was our back and forth and back and forth. Till we finally came to the pasuk that we can't learn it from this kavachomer, and the bottom line is no. Okay, says the Gemara. Okay, but you know we originally had a, had it working with So the question is, what was the two sides or the back and the forth when it came to the, the when we were thinking that it was working with the system of asay The answer is that asay was dochalose. That's what we thought over here. Uh, that it should be the same thing over here. Then we said, maybe not. Why maybe not? Because uh, this is a los seishish bokaris. It's uh, it's more strict. Karis is much more is much stricter. So on that the gemara says, you're right, and that's why we switched it. We said that maybe not, and then we said, you know what? But maybe yes. Why? Because when you think about it, ase dochalose is really this more or less. It's a. Uh, uh, Asedochalose is basically um, what's stronger between an ase and a lose? Actually, a lose is pretty strong, is much stronger because a lose is actually um, uh, has severity to it, has some teeth. If you, don't, if you transgress and don't do it and you do uh, something that you're not allowed to, you'll get lashes for it. If you refrain from doing what you're supposed to do, you get no repercussions. So, if anything, it is stricter. And yet, we, we, we're willing, you know, so if it's assay is ready, able to override what's stronger than it, then it maybe he's able to override what's a lot. Well, what's the difference between a Chumra Rabbah and a Chumra Zuta? Anyway, that was the first angle. That's what we, that's what we would have said if it was working with Asay de Cholosai, but in the end, we said it's not. So, Um, I wanted to make a comment on Amor generally because we're seeing cases, right? We're seeing cases where there's 15 cases of the women. Well, we're not, we're not focused on that. We're off the topic of that for a little bit. Because we're talking about mitzvot, she'aseh lotaseh dochot. Aseh docheloseh, right, that's the topic. Aseh docheloseh. Right. Which means? Positive overrides negative. Overrides negative. Right. So what's the relation with the 15 cases? That's what's happened. We got off the topic for a second because 
when you think about it, there's a mitzvah saseh of yibum. There's a losa say of not having relations with any of the arayos, of the forbidden relations. Mm-hmm. And the positive is overriding the negative. We're saying, without the pasuk of Allah, we would have thought that positive, that you should, that the positive mitzvah would override. Why should we have thought that? It's only a losa, it's a losa sheish bakaris. It doesn't make sense that we should even have a hava mina, that we need a pasuk to tell you not. That's What's and keeping us busy? Bringing, we're bringing proof that not necessarily a lot of say is the okay. The lot of right. We're well, bringing something that not necessarily. Well, well, that's what we're trying to understand. Why? Why did we need a special pasuk to exclude the arayos from mitzvah yibum? Of course, of course, there should be no havamina. We should not think that. Because the only time we find positive overriding a negative is with a regular negative prohibition, not with a negative prohibition that has kares attached to it. That's what's keeping us up at night, okay? That's what's going on over here. So the Gemara is offering, and this is also from yesterday's daf, the Gemara is offering a different, a different angle over here. Maybe it falls into the category of one of the hermeneutical principles, which is, Something that was in a general statement was taken out of that general statement. It's not only taken out for itself, it's taken out to teach you about the whole statement altogether. So, we have over here, in, when it comes to Yibum, we have all the arayos that are very similar. They're, they're all treated the same. Then we took Eshaz Ach and we said that there's a mitzvah Yibum. You override, we ignore the Yisr. So we'll say, plug that back into all the other arayos and say, same thing with all the other arayos, that they too, um, um, you know, when they're in a cir- circumstance of yibum, become negated. That's what we're ex- saying over here. So the Gemara says, that's not going to work over here, and here's why. The general way that, we, the general way that works of, of, of a, something that was in a general statement goes out to teach you, not about it, but about everything, is only when it's teaching you in consonance with what the general rule is. The general rule is prohibition. The, the specific was singled out in an example of prohibition. Then you can plug it back in, and that works beautifully. But what we're doing here is making a complete U-turn. Okay? We're going on the opposite direction. The general statement of all these arias was a, a case, were cases of prohibition. They're all prohibited. We take Eishazach um, and we're saying that it's permitted. Completely opposite. Now, that's, that's, that's falls into the category of a different hermeneutical principle. Something that was in the general statement. To give it something new. Then basically all bets are off. And unless the Basuk plugs it back into everything else, we assume that it lost its connection, even though it used to be connected, but once there's something abnormal about it, so then now all bets are off and maybe it's not connected. Now, we had examples in Elchaz Kachim about, about this. We talked about Toma with regards to all Kachim together. Then we singled out Shlamim, and we talked about Toma regarding Shlamim. Why does it single it out? To tell you that the Klal follows the example of the Prat. The Prat is an example of Kachim Mizbeach. Only Kachim Mizbeach have that level of severity with regards to Toma, and to the exclusion of Kachim Bedek That's what is telling us by the singling out. What's the case of 
Lidom Medavar Chadosh, that would fall into the category of the Karban of a Mitzorah. Normal Karban, Karbanos are all the same, right? They're all in the general statement, but over here, there's something very unique about the Karban Asham of the Mitzorah, because you're applying the blood on the thumb of, big, of the right hand of the Mitzorah, who's technically still not even allowed in the Makam Amikdash, but he sticks his hand through, and we apply a little bit of blood there, and blood on his big toe of his right foot as well. So once we're doing something different over here, so that automatically tells us that maybe the whole thing's different. Maybe Asham doesn't work the same thing. That's why the Pasuk had to plug in and say, that Achatas and Asham are working the same way. They, they, you know, we have to like re-plug it in to regular Karbanos to tell you all the other factors are the same. It's just what we the exception that's, except, that's the exception. But everything else, we need sort of a Pasuk to like put it back in and say, don't treat it differently just because it has something different about it. But without that, we wouldn't have been able to do that. That's basically the, where we thought we had our drasha. Now, um, point being is we're um, uh, um, okay. So we're back to our story. We're still stuck on this question. So why did I think? Why do we think that uh, Asay should override? Why do we need the pasuk of Allah to tell you that the mitzvah of Yibum should work by Arayos? That we need a pasuk to tell you that it doesn't. The answer is it's based on a mamatzinu. Mamatzinu means like just like we find. Just like we find the Bayesh Azach, we basically ignore the Isser to do the Yibum. So too, we'll do the same thing by, uh, by any, any other erva, even Achosisha. We will we'll, we'll ignore the uh, prohibition to do the Mitzvah Yibum. What are you going to say? That's only one Isser, this is two. So we have a uh, we have a rule hoel ishtari ishtari. Once something is permitted, so it's permitted. Since we already are permitting what's prohibited, so that that that's the concept over here. We are we already are allowing an ishazach. So we are allow even if it's a second isra as well. Well, once we're allowing already, we're allowing. That's the idea. Gemara wants to know. That's a fascinating concept. Where do we see it elsewhere? You can't just make it up that easily. So we said we do see it. What do, where do we see it? We have a case like this. You have a mitzvah that his eighth day of 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 tzaras turns out to be erev Pesach. So he has to quickly bring his carbon in the morning, so he can be able to bring his carbon Pesach and be able to eat from the carbon Pesach that evening. But he can't do it unless he purifies himself with this carbon. Yes, he's mechusri kippurim. So, but as as luck would have it, he uh, that day he had a bodily emission. Bodily emission renders him unfit to be to be there altogether. What happens is is that uh, he he can go to the mikvah, and even though even though normally when you go to the mikvah, that's not enough to allow you to get into that area either. It still should be forbidden. Nevertheless. We made a special exception once we are, but it's based on, but once we're, we, we, in order to allow him to be able to bring the carbon, we don't want him to be losing out on the ability to bring the Korbesach. And after all, that night he'll be able to eat from the Korbesach. So we basically are ignoring the fact that he shouldn't be there um, in order to allow him to be able to bring the Korbesach. So the Gemara said, and, and that, that basically what's going on, it's really. Min HaTorah really was it's allowed, and the reason why it's allowed is because once it's mutter 
uh, we're going count. We, we're allowing for a person who has saras to be there, which is technically according to the law shouldn't be allowed, which is basically whole the ishtari ishtari. Once something is allowed, it's a, we allow it even for the other consideration as well as being a balkari. So that's the basic principle. And here, basically, we're finally seeing that yeah, that is how it's working over here, and that is where we left off, and we'll take it on to the next daf. <laughs>